Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. IU lost last night, but they learned. Tonight, we've got hard knocks with the Colts. Purdue, they crushed Florida State. Pacers tonight, too. Let's talk about sports. This is Breakfast with Kent for Wednesday, December 1st, the longest month of the year. The most hated month of the year. That's the way it goes. We get through, we attack, we do it with energy. Let's go. We're brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist in the world. That's why you need to call him and make him your ambassador toward better dental health. 317-849-2933 is the number. I've been a patient for the last 28 years. I'm never going to another dentist. All right. Here's what's going on with Hard Knocks. I saw the preview. Kenny Moore, a couple of years ago, I think 2018, met a cancer patient. They became friends. He passed away in 2020. Kenny Moore spent Thanksgiving with that family this past week. Normally, I'm not a big fan of that heart-rending type story. I'm more about football, but I can't be mad at this. I just can't. I can't be cynical about this. The way it looked in the preview looked beautiful. And, and wonderful, and Kenny Moore's a really good dude, so I just can't. I want some football tonight, too. I want to see what happened against the Bucks. I, I want to understand from the inside what was going on in Frank Reich's mind, but I can't get mad about the Kenny Moore thing with the kid from Indianapolis. I just can't. If you can, good for you. You're more hard-hearted than I am, and that's not a criticism necessarily. Uh, Colts back to work today. The final week before the bye, we talked about it yesterday during Inside Indiana Sports Now. The Colts going into a bye under Frank Reich, 3-0. The Colts coming out of a bye under Frank Reich, 3-0. Frank Reich knows how to go into a bye, how to prepare for that last game before guys go on vacation for a little bit, try to heal their bodies up for the, the final push of the season to get over the hump and get to the playoffs. I hope they do the same this year. Got to beat the Houston Texans. The uh, the Colts are uh, nine-point favorites. You got to win. The Colts have a plus 4.7 point differential, and the Texans have a minus 11.6. The Colts, 
They have, uh, you know what? They beat themselves a little bit on Sunday against the Bucks. They beat themselves a little bit against the Titans. They beat themselves a little bit against the Ravens. That's just what's happened with this team. Nobody's beaten them, really, in the last nine games. They've lost three games, but nobody's beaten them. Reich has got to figure out, finally, once and for all, you give the ball to Jonathan Taylor, come hell or high water. You cannot throw the ball 26 straight times or you're going to get beat. Because here's what happens and here's how that causes turnovers. Trying to explain this in the comments section, some people still not getting it. If you throw it 26 times and they got a guy like Shaq Barrett, which the Bucks do and did, he at some point is going to say to hell with it. They're not holding me accountable for run discipline whatsoever. I don't have to mind my gap. All I got to do is pin my ears back and go. That's how you wind up with a strip sack. That's how football works. If you become unbalanced in one direction or another, you become predictable and you become easier to defend. 26 straight passes means you have become predictable and you are vulnerable then to the kind of attack that forces turnovers. That is the way football works. The Texans are not a good football team. If the Colts want to go to the playoffs, you've got to beat the Texans. You cannot have more than one win coming down the stretch and get to the playoffs. You can lose to Arizona. Christmas night, if you go to Arizona and you get beat, that's life. If you get beat in any of the other four games, that's a conference loss, and that's going to impact the way the tiebreaker is adjudicated at the end of the season to figure out which of the inevitable uh, kind of pack of 10 and 7 teams are going to go to the postseason. Colts want to go to the postseason. You've got to beat teams like the Texans. They forfeited their ability to kind of meander their way or navigate their way, I guess, more uh, uh, specifically to the playoffs early in the season, right? If, if you go, as, as the Colts did, if you go 0-3, if you go 1-4, then toward the end of the season, you're not going to have any kind of wiggle room whatsoever to take an unexpected loss. You just can't. You've got to beat the Texans. You've got to beat the Raiders. You've got to beat the Jaguars. And if you split the Cardinals and the Patriots, that's the way it goes. All right? But if you've got to pick one of those two games to lose, it's that game in Arizona because it's not against a conference foe. So we'll see what Hard Knocks looks like tonight. The first episode I thought was garbage. The second episode I thought was really pretty good. I enjoyed the second episode. Let's talk about Indiana basketball. Last night, a double overtime thriller. It was unbelievable. How much fun was that game to watch? And I am not a guy, we, we, and I said this during the instant post game last night, not a guy who values losses. I never, almost never, say, you know what? That was a good loss. Last night, though, that was a good loss. That's the kind of loss you can grow from, and they grew during that loss. If you watch Indiana, like, during the first 12 minutes of the game, then during the middle 12 minutes, and then the last 12 minutes, Indiana went from being a bad basketball team to being a mediocre basketball team to being a good basketball team against that 2-3 zone. Finally, an Indiana team attacks a zone without that stupid weave out in the backcourt. 
What, what is that? That's nothing but wasted motion. That's like making guys run gassers during the middle of the game. They're going nowhere. They're going horizontal to the basket. Where are you going? I was yelling at the screen since, what, 2008, for God's sake. I got tired of it. Where are you going? 13 years of that. That's a lot of fun. Last night, Indiana went three out. They pushed the ball into the middle. They fed the low post. They kicked it out to the wing, and they knocked down shots. Trace Jackson Davis was terrific last night. We'll get to the negative in a minute. Let's just talk about the terrific for a second. Trace Jackson Davis, really, really good, right? In a lot of ways, uh, Trace, I think, with 31 points. Miller Kopp, really good, 28 points. Parker Stewart, 20 points. The negative of this game, obviously, was the 26 turnovers. You have got (laughs) 26. What a hideous number. How do you play any competent basketball team into double overtime, turning the ball over 26 times? It's unbelievable. At any rate, they did it. Most of the turnovers were early in the game. They did make some late that were just silly. You got to take care of the ball. You come down with a rebound. You can't hold it out like a loaf of bread. You got to chin the thing, right? I mean, we know this. Chin it! Everybody got, you know... We've either yelled it or had it yelled at us through our time playing basketball in Indiana or watching basketball in Indiana. Trace Jackson Davis is a bad pass waiting to happen. Maybe not the right guy to put in the middle of that zone, but defensively he was pretty good. And, and so you have him on the floor. But if he's going to pass, if he's going to distribute the ball, be your main passer, you're going to give up a lot of turnovers. That's just the way it is. At any rate, Really good stuff, some really bad stuff too, but you could see them get better. And you could see a coach that actually knows what he's doing and can get guys to adjust. I I don't know whether Archie Miller knew what he was doing or not, but I do know that from an adjustment standpoint in games, there was nothing that made me think that that team was either listening to him or he was saying the right thing. I wasn't in the huddle, so I don't know what he was saying. But if he was saying the right thing, the guys weren't listening. If he was saying the wrong thing, the guys did listen a little bit. Seems like these are listening-type guys. At any rate, Indiana, a double-overtime loss last night to Syracuse. And go figure, the Bayheims are actually good at basketball. Buddy and Jimmy lost to a couple of guys named Buddy and Jimmy. What is this, Hoosiers? We lost to but Where was Strap, for God's sake? For, for Syracuse. Um, Buddy and Jimmy scored uh, 27 and 26. Buddy never came off the floor. Played 50 minutes last night. Holy crap. Um, you know, uh, Woodson's biggest challenge, obviously, is cleaning up the turnovers. But I think he can do that. You know, I think he can impart that message and be listened to. You know, you got to take care of the basketball. If we don't care, take care of the basketball, we're going to get our asses beat. I, I think people are going to listen to him. He looks like a guy that you would listen to. He looks like a guy, Mike Woodson, who's treating these players like adults rather than children. There's no coddling going on with Indiana basketball anymore. There's learning. There's adjusting. There's improving throughout the game. And honest to God, like I said, when was the last time we saw it? It's been a long, long, long time. They have Nebraska coming up on Saturday at noon. Big Ten basketball starting. That game's going to be on BTN. This is a big game. 
You got to beat Nebraska. These count now. You got to win conference games. They play Nebraska at Simon Scott Assembly Hall. And then next week, they've got Wisconsin at Madison. And if you think Syracuse was a pain in the ass because they got smart guys, Wisconsin's got Brad Davison, who's like 32 years old. I think he's in his 13th season at Wisconsin, and he's going to be a pain in the ass. And so's Davis. That's a team that does what it does really, really well, and Indiana's still trying to figure out what it does really well. It's going to be interesting to watch Indiana next week against Wisconsin figure out how to attack the Badgers and how to avoid being attacked by the Badgers. This is going to be a work in progress, but I'm enjoying it. I don't enjoy losses ever, but I enjoyed watching the game last night, so I guess I can't say that anymore. Purdue crushed Florida State last night, 93-65. Ivy with 18 points, one of the best players in the Big Ten. No one played 30 minutes for Purdue, and that's going to be a huge deal. Guys for IU played into the 40s. I think Miller Cop played like 48 minutes. That is a long time to be on the floor. And over time, over a season, that's going to wear on guys a little bit. Purdue, not wearing guys out by playing them too deep because they're blowing everybody out. They've got Iowa Friday night at 9 o'clock. That's going to be fun. Iowa's got some long-in-the-tooth guys, too. We'll get, is it is, is seventh year of college basketball, for God's sake? I, I hate Iowa. Iowa's always got the same-looking guy, the skinny guy with the giant teeth. What's going on in Iowa? Skinny, giant teeth. A lot of guys like that. And it didn't start with Jared Utah. It was long before that. But they all look the same, these guys. And, and the hair's always the same. Do they have a stylist on campus at Iowa? What are they doing there with hair? They should have some kind of uh, hair styling major or curriculum at Iowa so they can get these guys a decent haircut, for God's sake. It's like they've all got their own clippers and they just share it themselves. Um, Butler beat Saginaw Valley State uh, last night, 68-57. This is a Division II team, and they played at Henkel last night. Butler is not very good right now, and they got to figure out a way to get better, and they got to do it in a hurry because they've got a game six, night, or six days from today at Oklahoma. And if, if Butler doesn't figure out how to score the basketball or defend a little bit, they're going to get trucked by the Sooners. Uh, Pacers host Nate McMillan's Atlanta Hawks tonight. Love Nate McMillan. We always like welcoming him back to Indiana, although, you know what, he, he's got no overt love for, for his time when he was here. And, and shouldn't. When you get fired from a place, so what do you, feel nostalgic about coming back? Please. Uh, Pacers coming off a loss to Minnesota where Domas Sabonis became the second guy in NBA history with a triple-double that included 25 points or 25 rebounds and double-digit assists. Maurice Lucas did it back in 1980. Domas Sabonis became the second ever to do that the other night in Minnesota. That, of course, a, uh, a loss for the Pacers. So the Pacers are 9-14. They need to win tonight against the Hawks, who are really pretty damn good. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we, on what is going to be a beautiful Wednesday in central Indiana, we assume. We've been told that by Chuck Lofton and Brian Wilkes. We take their meteorology to heart. They're scientists. They should know things. Um, D. Enrico Janik 
Happy birthday, Greg Clay, Dalton Spear, the great Michael Karras, celebrating a birthday, uh, Camp Menominee brother, brothers to the bone uh, from Camp Menominee, uh, C.J. Miller, Jim Thomas, Darren Bassett, happy birthday. Did I say Dalton Spear? I think I did. If today's your birthday, celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, celebrate somebody else. That's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Lift each other. Don't pull each other down. Be good to one another. All right, there goes Julie. Julie's got things to do. She's made breakfast. It's all over for her. It's time to go back to bed. What? Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.